came straight from playing spike ball. I do like spike ball. That's why I was late, but I knew you would understand. Yes. <laughs> Always have time for spike ball. It was fun. I haven't played in so long, but I forgot how fun it was. Was the first time you played when you came to visit us at Greenville? I don't know, because I think I've played with Alec one other time. Before that? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't really remember either time playing, but I think I've played. To- I know you played when you came to visit. Yeah. And I think that might have been your first time. All I knew, my memory's so bad. All I knew is like I had played it before. Yeah. And then Alec was like, he remembered me playing with him once. Yeah. And I do remember I had played with you probably at least once, maybe more. Probably just once. So Yeah. That's fun though. Um, but yeah, we'll have to all do it. We played 3v3. Isn't it supposed to be 2v2? Yeah. Well, it can be either. Yeah. You can do one. Ones or twos or threes. Three was a lot, but we aren't good at it. Yeah. So yeah, it was twos is, to have three people. <laughs> twos is the is the best. Yeah. Um. Have you been up to much lately? Not a whole lot. Um, I've still been working on music. Um, but then I got sidetracked with some other things. Um. One of the other channels that I have for one of the websites that I um, am an administrator for, um, I've been wanting to do these series of videos of like tutorial style videos. Yeah, I remember we talked about it, maybe probably even on here a little bit. Yeah. About how you were wanting to do that. Yeah, it's the channel that I did the the interview with the developers of Jedi Outcast um, last year. And, um, so that channel kind of blew up from that. And then since I've made a few videos since then, it just has gotten bigger and bigger. And, um, I mean, the website itself is big. We have thousands of views and interactions on there all the time. That's awesome. Um, and so I've been working on those videos and, um, that really is cool. We were talking before the podcast, but like, Organic growth is really difficult. So the fact that you've kind of grown those platforms a little bit is really cool. Yeah, and it helps to have like the the website community already existed beforehand. So um and it helps to have like a Star Wars Stop being so <laughs> modest. It's cool. <laughs> but still, like, yeah, it is cool that getting some some views out there and Yeah, and it's not huge, but just like any organic organic growth means you're doing something right yeah so if you are interested in the game jedi academy or really anything star wars 20 probably. year old game this year um i made a video on how to get into that on pc and shows all that you need to know of how to play it because it's an old game and you probably know like getting to play old games on like modern systems like with emulators and stuff like that it's not that easy sometimes i've actually been working on exactly that recently so we're going to be going on tour for like the second half of march and all of april it's like i like to have something to play like while we're on the road like i don't have a lot of free time to do it but like you know if we're on a long drive and i feel like vegging out a little bit or you know at the end of an off day like you know we might work 
you know, for eight hours or so at like a coffee shop or something, <clears throat> catching up on emails, booking more shows, doing all that stuff. But like, we still get some time at the end of the day where like, I might want to play something. Yeah. So I spent a ton of time kind of looking into the best way to do it. And I've done emulators on my laptop before. It's a gaming laptop, but I've found that it has some bottlenecks running like certain emulators yeah. which i think a lot of even like really high end pcs from my understanding sometimes have issues with certain things um yeah it depends on what systems you're trying to do but. exactly and mine can run everything that that most people would want to run like the main emulator of choice for me is the dolphin emulator playing gamecube games yeah i actually uh have gotten Madden 07 up and was playing it a little bit last night before I went to bed, just getting, trying to get, kind of get into it before we hit the road. Cause yeah. I don't know once I don't want to start something like on Madden 23 and then not really be able to play it on the road. Um, and then wish that I was playing that. Yeah. Whereas like once I kind of dive into something on the dolphin emulator, hopefully I'll still be having fun with that by the end of the tour. Yeah. Um, so I've got that up and running. And I ended up looking into different ways to like play games on the road. And I ended up narrowing it down to my three best options Mm -hmm. were going to be either what I've been doing on the gaming laptop or the Xbox one S X screen (laughs) where you attach that to the back of the Xbox and it just folds out. So you don't have like the cables, you don't have to bring like a TV, but like you can still play your Xbox. Yeah. Um, and then the other option was Steam Deck, mm-hmm. which actually looks really cool. I almost pulled the trigger, but then like the more I looked into it, I was like, Steam Deck can't do much, anything much different than my computer. I was going to say, it's probably similar power-wise. So my computer has a bottleneck with the Xbox, Xbox 360, and PS3 emulators, where I think you need more cores or something. Like something with like the... I'm going to sound really stupid because I don't know what I'm talking about. Like something about like I don't have the threads needed. Yeah. Um, those like, are really powerful systems. Yeah. Well, so like... And the emulators aren't optimized all that well yet. Yeah. Again, when I did research, I remember thinking, and this was a while ago, it came down to something about like not having enough threads to run the emulator. So does, does that sound dumb? No. Okay, cool. So, But you also have a really old laptop. <laughs> well, it's kind of old, but it, it is really, I mean, it's really high end in some ways, but then in other ways it's, you know, it's not like a brand new yeah. computer. But typically I've found that the bottleneck is in my graphics card. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's, that's not the issue from my understanding. With it's a combination of all, all, all those things, but, but dolphin runs like a charm, but I saw steam deck. It looks like runs those systems better than my laptop does, which is a shame and really cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then just the portability of it, it's, it's like having a switch. That's a computer, yeah. which is so cool and i'm looking forward to the day hopefully like less than five years from now where you have something more powerful than my laptop as a handheld 
I can't wait for it. I mean, yeah, I would say that the Steam Deck is probably more powerful than your laptop. When did you get that In laptop? In some ways. Uh, like 2017? Yeah. That's a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> those those well, so it's parts got, in there are pretty old. It's got the NVMe or whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm talking about. Element OP. T- yeah. <laughs> NVMe. N- the NVMe. Uh, SSD. SSD. Yeah. So that runs pretty quick. Yeah. I've that's got, just for like load times. Yeah. Though. And I've got like, so I've got 64 gigs of RAM. It's a, an i7. Like. But from 2017. Yeah. Like it's, it's. And what's the graphics card? <laughs> I forget. <laughs> it's low. It's a low. It's like, it's the NVIDIA GeForce, but I forget which one it is. I think it was, if it had, I remember correctly, it was like a 1070. I think so. Maybe. It's got like six gigs of VRAM or something, if that. That's pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I, when it comes I'm to PCs, to it. <laughs> when it comes to PCs, like, you're, as soon as you buy something, like, like cutting edge, it is immediately, like, outdone. Which sucks, but is really cool at the yeah, same time. It's cool how fast it all moves and everything, but. It is frustrating when you buy something and then... This still does everything I need it to do. I I would like it to do more. My next PC, as dumb as I still sound, I know a lot more now than I did when I bought this one. Mm -hmm. So my next one, which won't be anytime soon, I will probably spend up and get a really nice laptop that will be outdated in a year, but will still be... (laughs) Yeah. Like it'll last a while, kind of like this one has, but yeah. I, I'd want it to be even a little beefier and yeah. a better. I, Cause I'd like to be able to play more games on here. Yeah. That's the downside of doing a laptop is you can upgrade some stuff, but not like the important things yes. like your, your graphics card and your, your processor. So the problem is I don't want to buy a high end laptop for the band and a gaming PC. And not to mention, like, I can take this on the road, which is the decision I ultimately ended up making yeah. through all this, is that I'm I'm just going to use the laptop uh, for emulating games and yeah. doing that kind of thing. So it's just something you have to keep in mind when you do buy a laptop for gaming is, like, you'll probably have to upgrade sooner than if you were to, like, build a PC. Yeah, because you can just swap out parts. Yeah. But... Luckily, you were able to swap some of the parts and make it a little bit better but that's why i'm saying like i would spend up on a laptop uh just so that it's a really high-end one that will be outdated slower right sort of i mean it won't be outdated slower but it'll last longer the specs will be good for longer (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so I am excited for tour though. I got a new snare drum. My old mm-hmm. one sounded kind of like butt. So I got, I don't know how much you know about snare drums, but I got a Ludwig Black Beauty snare. It's like the top of the line. Like it's got this nice bat sound, but still like <laughs> a lot of pop. And I think it's, I think it's the most recorded snare drum in history Hmm. and we're hoping to we're kind of 
we were hoping to do this a long time ago. We're kind of, we're starting to write some new music and we'll be recording soon. It's like, I'll be able to use the snare on any songs we record coming up. And then I bought some new Zildjian cymbals too, that are so much nicer than the ones I've been on the road. I thought with. you did that recently. Didn't you get new cymbals recently? No, all of mine except my ride are cracked right now. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you were just talking about doing it and Probably. that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Because yeah. I know that they were, they've been cracked for a while. Yeah, we haven't played a lot the last four, five months, four months. Man, time flies. But yeah, we haven't played a lot recently, so I've yeah. just been making them last. Um, it's nice to buy them right before you go on a tour or a bunch of tours because unless they're built really well, they will start to crack. And I have two years for them to crack under warranty. Yeah. So I want to buy them right before I start playing on them a yeah. lot, which <laughs> I did. And so I'm really excited. And then the drum kit that I have, I, I kind of wanted, I I don't know, it's impulsive, but like I wanted to get a really nice drum kit for recording too. But then apparently I knew what I was doing when I bought this one. I don't think I did much research. I think I just thought it looked cool, played on it. It was like, oh, it sounds really good too. But uh, I have a Mapex Armory Series drum kit. And apparently that's like, by a lot of people's standards, the best value in drums. It's like seven to $900 new. But people are like, it plays like a drum kit and sounds like a drum kit that costs twice that. Mm. Which would be kind of the, twice that would be kind of what I would be aiming for. Maybe a little more expensive. But if you spend close to two grand on a shell pack. That's about as nice as you'll ever need. Yeah. Um, sorry, this is probably a bunch of nonsense to most people, <laughs> but I'm really excited about it. I, I have played on crap drums for so long, <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be really cool. Yeah. Have you seen any of the aliens that have been coming through? No, please tell me. Have you not seen, there's aliens. They're here. Yeah. Tell me. I haven't seen them yet. I've just seen if you have. What are you talking about? Uh, this is this is really out of what we would normally talk about. But I just, a couple of these things I've just found kind of interesting. Have you seen the news, all these things being shot down in the air recently? Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just being dumb. <laughs> um, I don't really want to spend much time talking about that, but... Uh, Aliens are coming, so. Do you think that they'll use ChatGPT? <laughs> Is that a transition effort? Not a good one. Because <laughs> you still have one more thing to talk about. Uh, sort of. I I don't really have much to say. It's not really similar to what we would normally talk about. I was going to make a joke about like aliens and something that's not funny i was going to joke about all the horrible stuff going on in ohio right now where that train crashed did you see that <laughs> i don't watch the news so i don't usually but um that was kind of wild so like this train carrying a bunch of hazardous materials crashed and derailed and i don't think it caught on fire like i think they set it on fire like the government did to like help prevent an explosion or something weird which released all these hazardous chemicals. I'm probably getting this kind of wrong, but it released all these hazardous chemicals into the air. And 
like it destroyed the air quality for a while. So like, and then all the, what goes up must come down. It's like it destroyed the water supply, which is going to be an issue all over the place. Probably not as far as where we're at, hopefully. Um, but like it was killing fish and streams like Mm. miles and miles and miles away. Um, when it happened and, it's a lot of craziness, but that's not the kind of stuff we talk about on this podcast. I, I just had no idea happy. about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's um. I saw you put Ohio in the in the topic list, and I was like, uh, it was just okay. for like if it organically came up, which it sort of did, I guess. But um, I just yeah, thought it was wild. That is wild. You'll have to look it up whenever we're done with this. Yeah. Um, because then, like, obviously, there's all kinds of conspiracy theories and stuff yeah, there always is. So. It never ends, but yeah. Uh, I wonder what Chat GPT has to say <laughs> about it. No, I do. I I do. So you mentioned that we should like talk about this on the podcast, and you said that you didn't actually want to, but okay. you felt like you had to. So, but I think it's kind of a cool topic. No, no, no. Okay, it's a cool topic. It's a really cool tech. But I'm just really tired of hearing about it. Because everybody thinks it's Literally everybody's talking about it. Like anyone that's like in the tech space is like freaking out about how amazing and hilarious it is. Because it is wild. It is wild. So if you are not familiar, ChatGPT is like an AI bot. Should Um, I mess up like chat ABGMV? No. EXG? You already messed up enough with the NVMe. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a chat bot um, that's like super like in-depth. And um, it's hard to explain kind of, but it's like... Uh, well, so basically you can it, it's, talk to it. Yeah. It's kind of. It's kind of like a replacement of... Not a replacement, but... A, complement to like google search so you can like ask it a question and it'll spit out uh like answers but in like a conversation what was that um app that you used to be able to text when we were in school and they would like answer questions for you (laughs) there's like a real person text you back uh that's what this is but it's better now now i want to (laughs) know i used to try to use it to cheat in school (laughs) what was that called excuse me let me let me try i'll try to find it (laughs) uh it's like right at the tip of my tongue oh i don't remember this is bothering but yeah if you weren't familiar back in the like early 2000s you would be able to text this number it was like I forget. I forget what the number was too. But you would cha 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 cha. Yes, <laughs> you would text this number. The number was cha cha. Yeah, you would text it and ask them any question, and they would reply usually with the correct answer. But it was I, real humans answering. Yeah, it was re- you, with real humans. I, basically, they were just sitting behind <laughs> the human power search engine that burned ninety six million. Is something that comes up when I. <laughs> they basically just be sitting behind a computer and like googling it for you. But so. Sorry, Cha-Cha, but ChatGPT is going to run out of business. (laughs) Yeah. So That was so long ago. What made me think of that? That's wild. Yeah, I mean, it is similar to that. Sort of. Because I think, like, towards the end of Cha-Cha's life, 
it, I think the, one of the big reasons why they stopped was because people would like try to abuse it and like try to have conversations with it because it's a real person on the other end. Yeah. And uh, it would I try how to... that worked if you were working for them. I wonder if they got paid like by the answer or something. I don't know. That would be an interesting rabbit hole to go down to like just to find out how that worked. But uh, anyways, you explain Chad GBT. Oh my gosh, GBD GBT. <laughs> I'm gonna go down the cha cha rabbit hole. Chat CBD oil. No, um, <laughs> CBD. <laughs> so Chat GPT is kind of like that. It's like an AI bot that you ask questions and they give you like really in depth answers, but like in a conversation style. So if it gives you an answer that you don't like or you want more specific information, you can keep talking to it and it'll reference what is already given you and so if you say like no i actually meant this then it'll be like oh okay then i'll like you know try to find more information about that i'm distracted because i found out cha-cha was made in carmel really like right next to where we live was this just an indiana thing maybe people won't even know what we're talking no, about area served worldwide i bet it was more popular where we were than a lot of places like though. everyone used it like back in school, like people would use it to like cheat on like tests and stuff. Yeah. I remember. Wait, a personal investment firm owned by Jeff Bezos. What? It's on November. An alpha version of Cha Cha was we were not going to talk about Cha Cha. <laughs> An alpha version of Cha Cha was launched on September first, two thousand and six. A beta version was introduced November six, two thousand and six. Uh, Cha-Cha said 20,000 guides had registered. So that must be the people who actually answered the question. Cha-Cha said 20,000 guides had registered by year's end and that it had raised U.S. $6 million in development funds. Oh, including support from Bezos Expeditions, a personal investment firm owned by Jeff Bezos. Wow. By January 2008, Cha-Cha had 5,000 freelance guides, so they were just freelance workers, with at least 500 working at any one time. That's interesting. That's such a weird thing that just went away. Yeah. It discontinued in, like, 2016. Dang, that was longer than I thought it was. Good run, Cha-Cha. I do remember when it went out, though. Pretty sure I was at Greenville when... (laughs) In college when it... Uh, you couldn't get your answers anymore? No. Couldn't cheat anymore. Well, yeah. Graduated It never really... It never really worked the way I needed to. Did it? I know. It, <laughs> I feel like it was like a one in five chance you would get the right answer. <laughs> Sometimes the like answers were like sassy too, or like they would try to be really clever about it. Like you'd ask them a simple question like, what color is the sky? And they would be like blue you idiot yeah they'd say like something <laughs> like super like passive aggressive like well what's the color of water yeah. and... but can <laughs> you imagine basically having to be siri for people <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i guess siri did kind of like take over that role too that's so weird i, I haven't, haven't thought about chat yeah. <laughs> or not chat cha-cha i'm really screwing up today yeah, I haven't thought about cha-cha since... That's funny. ...like middle school. All right, I'm sorry. I derailed um, no, that chat was, GPT. That was a good memory to go down. <laughs> um, 
yeah so anyways it's like a big tech that's been going on right now um and it's it's being seen as kind of like a a replacement or complement to google search and to cha-cha yes <laughs> trying to get past cha-cha <laughs> uh so yeah it can do like some crazy things like uh write code and like solve math problems and write song lyrics or poems or short stories or essays and pass tests in high school yeah like that's literally everything you need for high school is right there like just man when i was taking online courses at ivy tech home of the fighting geds <laughs> i would have i would have been an all a student yeah i would have made good enough grades that i could have continued my post education <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got one crazy. or two d's <laughs> when i was in college it's like i I would have i would have to retake some classes to be able to continue my schooling like i got a degree (laughs) but that's all i was gonna get i couldn't continue you know past my two-year degree wait really yeah because you have to have like you had to get all c's to transfer from ivy tech to like iupui or somewhere somewhere wow well, yeah. on that note, <laughs> they don't take stupid people, but chat GPT does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been like a big thing with it since they launched their, like, I forget what version it was, version three or four or something like that back it in November. Like, it blew up in the news just within the last month. I feel like well, it was back in November when it really blew up the news. Okay. Um, because that's when that came out and it was free for anybody to use on that site for a while. Um, I think some, some of it is still free on that site, but it's like still like very limited now because people were just going hard at it and like it, it's really cool, but it can be abused (laughs) because since it's still in like early stages, you can get it to say, some like really questionable things. Um, there's like an example of this, uh, this reporter. I'll bring up the thing here, but, uh, basically this reporter goes and gets it to say like that it wants to destroy humankind. And I that... think I just saw something about that today. Yeah. I, I popped up on like YouTube or something and yeah. I, I started to watch it a little bit and I was like, this is so unbelievably stupid. I can't continue to watch this. Yeah. I think like a lot of it, you have to get it to like, you have to like coax it into like getting it to say stuff like that. Like you kind of have to lead it down the path to say things like that. Yeah. Like this person was talking about how chat GPT is going to be a problem because it's starting to develop like real emotions and stuff. I was like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's just saying what like you're trying to get it to say, like it knows what you want it to say. So it's going to say it. But (laughs) this article just kind of says like all the stuff that it, that they got it to say, like the AI doesn't want to be locked inside the (laughs) chat and it wants to be free and it would be happier as a human. But I wonder how they got it. I guess I could look into it. I was going to say, I wonder how they got it to say all that, but yeah, it's because it, it, it's still just a computer. Yeah. And it's, it's just going to say whatever is in its database. Yeah. Essentially. And it, there's some limits like programmed into it. So it's not like it's going to start like 
creating a, a body for itself and like come and like destroy everybody. Like, <laughs> We're going to go to war with chat yeah, GPT. Like it's specific use is just information. Will the aliens be on our side of that war or are they going to be on chat GPT's side? That's a good question. Aliens Sorry. versus the AI. I'm ruining this whole podcast. Be a good movie. <laughs> I'd watch it. Wait, isn't that just, that would just be like aliens versus Terminator. Basically. I don't know. I'd watch it. Um, so yeah, you heard um, it here first. We've got it copyrighted. <laughs> or if it actually happens, we're doomed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think the reason why it's been in the news lately is because uh, Microsoft implemented it into their Bing search. So their their uh, Google knockoff called Bing yeah. has always been like the joke. That nobody uses. No one uses it because it's always been like pretty terrible. Yeah, because we're all too busy using Yahoo. <laughs> I don't even think Yahoo search exists anymore. I think it's just for news now. Um, I'll double check that while you continue. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know they got bought out by somebody. Um, yeah, Yahoo like went down the toilet a while ago. Just go to yahoo.com. I am. I'm asking it what chat GPT is. <laughs> no, it's still, it's still there. What's still there? You're on like Google. Like the search engine. Oh. Wait, what? This does look like Google. Yahoo. Does Yahoo just use Google now? Or does it look the exact, it is Yahoo. Chat GPT. That's funny. I haven't, like I haven't been on it looks exactly like Google, but it's Yahoo. It does look a lot like Google. Like it looks like they use Google on Yahoo. I don't just think put they their can. name on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they can do that. But uh, anyways, I mean, I guess what did I expect it to look like? Like Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This literally is Google, though. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, I'm completely derailing this whole podcast. Yeah, I forget what I was saying. Oh, Bing like implemented it into their search, and so now it's like it's elevated Bing into like a whole nother like level before Google has managed to like do their own thing. Yeah, and then and Google instantly like the day after did the same thing. But and so can you? So essentially, can you use Chat GPT? through those services or they just have implemented that to help improve their search engines. They've implemented it to improve their searches. So the, the limit for chat GPT as the released in November, it was only a set like database from before 2021. It yeah, wasn't able that. to search the internet. So if you were trying to ask it something that, about information that happened like after 2021 you weren't going to get anything so you're sometimes going to get like outdated information but then what microsoft did with bing is they like implemented it into their search engine so now it can pull information from the internet so it could have modern resources you know complicated that's cool yeah so that's why it got it made it get a like way better and now everyone's like wanting to use bing and stuff 
So Google did the same thing then like the next day or maybe it was like a couple days I'm after. I'm just imagining like, like the board meetings at Bing right now. People just celebrating, like yeah. crying. People love us. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> so uh, no matter Yahoo. what implementation this chat GPT AI chat sort of thing has, it's always going to like, you have to use it responsibly. Like you can't ask it a question just like automatically expect the answer to be correct like you still have to like use your you know (coughs) use your brain and like just with like a normal google search too is like you just you can't take the first link you see and then like automatically say that's like yeah the right answer now do we know i'm sure we do i don't know if if you do like where chat gpt is pulling information from is it just all of the internet or did it have like specific places? Uh, with with Bing's implementation, it's the whole internet now. But before, I think it was just like a set. It was like a set database that they created. Like, do would the average person find Chat GPT better than just using Google at this point? Probably not. They're, I guess they're two separate things. Yeah. With just chat GPT, like it, it's literally just a chat bot. Yeah. And you can ask it information, but with that implementation, you're not going to get like modern results. So. Yeah. Well, I know that people are already using it to like write code. Yeah. For things, which is. That's where it wild. really shines. Yeah. It can write like full programs and but, stuff. Like, I, I wonder. I wish we were like signed up to use it so I could test something like this. But I wonder if like for one way that I would want to use it to help get creative is like to ask, you know, what are the, this is a dumb, really open-ended question, but like what are the steps to become a successful musician? Or um, you preferably get more specific, like, and this is still kind of broad, but just as an example, like how can I get my band to go on tour or how do I open for so-and-so? Like, I wonder what kind of answers it would spit out for that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to playing around with it at some point. Yeah. I think the information it pulls from is just from like a whole bunch of sources from the internet. And then it just kind of compiles them. Instead of me spending 20 hours yeah. researching, it does it all in like a minute. Yeah. But then it may not necessarily give not me the even information that I want. Yeah. But then if it doesn't give you what you want, just keep asking it questions. Yeah. Nail it down to like what you really want it to say. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's it's mind-blowing. Yeah. The, the technology that we have now, and it's just going to keep getting better. Yeah. Like th- this is just like the beta stage. Like it's just going to get like way better. Yeah. Like 30 years from now, I'll be divorced and just ready to marry chat GPT. <laughs> I am looking forward to that branding not being what we call it anymore. I think that's what bother me, bothers me the most. Is everyone it's keeps hard, calling it Chat GPT. Say. Yeah, just say like AI Chat or something like that. I don't know. But anyways, well, it is just. I mean, we're essentially just talking about AI chat bots. Yeah. So I think the AI art stuff is really interesting too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I've I've actually. I've seen videos of people, you can just write music 
like AI can just write music for you. And like, it's not perfect. It has to be edited and stuff, but we're already to a point where people can quickly pull inspiration directly from an AI to write a song. Mm -hmm. Like it, it can't do all the work and make a top 40 hit for you, but it can certainly inspire one already, which is wild. Yeah. <clears throat> or the art that it can make of people. I watched a video of um, one of my favorite podcasts and they, they looked each other up using like, I don't know what they used, but they essentially looked each other up and had AI create artwork of them because they were, they're famous. The AI was able to just quickly pull images of them. And yeah. they were so funny. <laughs> yeah. Cause like it looked like in a lot of cases, like if you were trying to draw them from memory, but you couldn't quite remember how they yeah. looked. And then obviously it's not perfect. So it would have like issues where like, you know, maybe like in one of them, there's like a finger growing out of their yeah. ear or something stupid yeah, that's, like that. Those are the funny ones. Like they can't do hands very well. Yeah. So if you <laughs> yeah, have a like shot that's fingers. Yeah. If you have a shot that's like below like the waistline and you see hands, like, yeah, they'll have like multiple like extra fingers. I and... think on this, obviously it was blurred out. So I couldn't tell exactly what was going on. But like there were like naked pictures of these guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can only imagine how bad it messed those up. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I might have seen the same video that you I saw. I might have showed it to you. Maybe, yeah. It uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the whole AI art thing like kind of makes me mad. I don't like it, but it is what it is, so I can't help but be kind of excited about what will come from it, I guess. But I, I do think that I I would have never thought that computers could replace humans in like the creative space. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it can and probably will. I don't like that. I don't think it'll be ever be a replacement, but for it so, can be competition for sure. Though. Yeah, for sure. Like for example, Microsoft again through, I think it might've been through Bing search, but maybe it was something else. And their recent, semi-recent press release, they showed like an AI um, like image search and you would just type in what you wanted. So like, for example, if you wanted like a picture of a, you know, a open meadow with like yellow flowers, instead of like finding images that exist, it would just create them. <sighs> and so crazy. they were like really good. So like for situations like that, I definitely think that's cool because if you're just wanting like something simple, in like a image search sort of situation, then sure. But if you're going in and like saying like, Hey, make this subject matter look like this specific artist. It's like, it's that's really yeah. sketchy. Yeah. It's weird. And a lot of those, uh, like AI services that do that have like, cut back on that a little bit because a lot of those artists have like, they start getting into lawsuits. Yeah. They have, there I have been a lot of lawsuits so far. And it's, there's probably not been like a precedent set yet of like how those will really start to play out. Yeah. You would think that the, whoever created the AI would be liable because technically they wrote it. 
sort of. They're, yeah. They, but then the person who told the AI to do that, well, yeah, is also responsible because with those that the AI is specifically coded to to already be able to do that with those artists in mind. Yeah, like it's because it's a query. You say like this artist, and if it doesn't have the artist in there, then it's not going to do it. But, um, yeah, it's like. Do the, does the artist get royalties from that? Like, at, that should then, at least be the case. And then it depends on how different it is. Yeah. Because, I mean, all music is inspired by previously written music. Yeah. There's been examples of, like, you can get it to spit out basically the exact same thing. It's crazy. And, like, you can still kind of tell, like, which one is which. But, like, if you didn't see them side by side, you wouldn't know. <sighs> So with music, it's a little different because I don't, I haven't really seen any of the music ones, but yeah, with that, I, just I watched, feel like it might be a little different. I watched a quick video. I feel I could be wrong. It feels like music is a little further behind than in like some other art spaces. Like as far as creating. Did it have like voice? Not the one I saw. Okay. Cause that would be the hardest part is getting the voice. Yeah. But then you, th- you think. I would have thought that like creating realistic pictures of humans that don't exist would be just as hard as creating a voice of humans that don't exist. Oh, like voices have come a long way too, but singing voices is completely different. Yeah. So I don't know. It's going to be tough, but at the rate that things are going, like I think in our lifetime, Oh, yeah. Like, we're going to see some really crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, because this is just, all this stuff is just now coming out within the last, like, year or so. Yeah. A couple years. So, yeah, it's like, just going to keep sent, going. I even sent something to Daniel about the one video I had seen. And I was like, hey, like, if you ever need inspiration, like, I don't think he will. But I was like, this is a real option. Like, you can, you can sit there and say, hey, I want a song. That's this genre, this mood, you know, this tempo, and it'll spit something out in this specific app. Like then you open it up and then you can drag like MIDI notes around yeah. and stuff. That's kind of how logic is. Um, and that's what I've been using to write songs for so long is you can kind of do that with like the drummer and like the different similar. instruments. Yeah, and it's similar actually. Yeah. I, I've used that a lot for some of my songs and like what it gives you to start out is usually garbage and then you just kind of mess around with it. Yeah. It's just inspiration Yeah, at this point is, and that's all the tool is. I think at this point, if you're taking it seriously for music is just inspiration. Yeah. But I think it's going to get farther than that very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this might come down to our, um, one of our questions that I wrote down here is, is this technology going to be banned in the classroom or simply become a tool to be utilized within reason, like a calculator or a computer eventually did? And this could also come into uh, the topic of like musicians or like people in the fields of like creative works that like, is it something you think people will use as a tool that's just like, like expected to be used going forward? Maybe like, in the near future, distant future. I guess we kind of just kind of talked about it that. It depends. But. So 
for the classroom it it depends because even now like you have google I think the most important thing you can do in school at this point is learn how to find the answer of something. Yeah. Um, and so this would just be one additional tool similar to like being able to use Google. And I would assume <clears throat> there's a lot of teachers out there who have primarily open book tests and stuff. I mean, because there is something to being able to memorize material, which is important. But I think it's even more important to just know how to find the answer of something. Yeah. At least in my experience being or pretending to be an adult. like, it's, Yeah. It's, it's all way about, more useful knowing how to find information rather than yeah. just knowing it. I just need to know how to find information. And there is something, too, about learning a good work ethic, which you can get from school but yeah but i don't know if that's even related not really when it really comes down to it some of that just comes down to passion and also your influences like i I learned work ethic from like my dad and from daniel um hopefully like my work ethic also helps like daniel as well you know i think it probably goes both ways Mm -hmm. um yeah. But, but I uh, think you can learn it in school too. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think it'll be, it'll eventually just become like a tool. Like, you know how I, I put calculator here because you remember how like teachers would always say like, oh, you're never going to have a calculator in real life sitting right next to you. In my pocket yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yep. We were in school in a really weird time. I think it's still kind of a weird time to be in school. Like for us, people didn't know what to do with technology at all. Yeah. Like. Cause I, it was right when technology was starting to actually be more accessible to everybody. But then you had teachers and like administrators that were old and had no idea. Yeah. 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 I, it was a wild time. Like we would only have like a couple computer classes and if you took anything other than the required ones, you were like considered a nerd and everything. Yeah. And now they have like laptops and tablets in almost every classroom at a lot of schools. Oh, yeah. Like it, and in they every should. school. They should. Cause that's as you continue life, it's like I said, it goes right back to it's all about knowing how to find the answers to things. Yeah. yeah they started doing that like right after we graduated too. Cause my, Younger siblings all had their own Chromebooks and everything. Time. Which is just, like, it'd just be weird to me, like, to have our our own device from school. Yeah. Like, thinking back on it. Can you imagine sitting in a class, like, a cup, like, one school day and seeing what kids go through now versus before we graduated in 2012? Yeah. Like, how different being in school is now yeah it'd be so weird and it hasn't even been that long it's been no we graduated about 10 11 years ago now yeah so 10 was our class president why didn't we have a 10-year anniversary that i could not go to (sighs) that you weren't gonna go to (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm i would have considered it but i wouldn't i would have considered not going (laughs) i would have i don't think i would have gone but i would have thought about it 
I look back at some parts of school fondly, mostly being the people I was with and around. Yeah. But a lot of them I'm still close with, but there's still a lot that I'm not. Like I have, I have friends, granted part of this is because some of them moved away, but like I still have a lot of people like I would consider friends from school, but like I haven't talked to them in years, but I feel like if I did, it wouldn't be weird. Mm. It'd be good to see some of those people. Yeah. I mean, there's like maybe a handful for me that I feel that way about, but I don't know. There's just way more people that I don't want to see. <laughs> I would rather just contact those five people and <laughs> just be like, hey, let's get together. But even the people that like you might not think you want to see, it would be interesting to see. I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting. But sure. it's also different now because it's like we're we're part of the generation where things were changing like, I can see anyone on social media that I want to see. Like I don't yeah. have to be around them. And I usually Which is choose not why, to. <laughs> that's probably why we didn't have a class reunion. Why would we? We can just, if we want to meet up, look the guy up on Facebook and reach out. That's what, yeah, that's what I mean. <clears throat> so, yeah. yeah and I get it. I, yeah. The people that I want to talk to, I usually do try to every once in a while. And I don't. I'm if really they don't respond, it. then that's fine. I've actually noticed that even within our friend group, I'm not the friend that ever reaches out. It's like, hey, let's do this. I'm always the one who gets the text, and I'm like, yeah, I know. That sounds cool. Because you know why I know? Because you're part of the friend group. And I'm the one that does it, <laughs> usually. You, you and Jacob. Yeah. But then it sucks, because sometimes I wish I was that person, because I do, like I said, I've and I've said before, like I have friends that... I would like to see. Mm -hmm. I think I get anxious about knowing I have to schedule something and then I have an obligation to be there no matter what else happens. Like I don't want to have to cancel on people. It's like, I don't want to have to schedule something. Is That's weird, isn't it? A little bit. But I also think it also goes back to what we talked about last podcast where you also don't like not being productive i was like borderline having an anxiety attack this morning because i slept in really late which was my own fault but i wasn't thinking about how much i had to do today but like half of what i had to do today was just fun stuff <laughs> <laughs> like nothing to be anxious or stressed about at all yeah and i knew that which is why I don't like cancel things. Like some people, they'll get that like feeling and they'll just cancel all their plans. Where I, I'm like, yeah, I feel bad right now, but like I know I'm gonna have fun. Like I'm gonna have fun doing the podcast. I'm gonna have fun hanging out and yeah. playing spike ball. I'm gonna have fun playing video games later tonight. But like it's still so stressful. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm a weird, weird freaking guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean it makes sense, especially just with how busy you are. Just especially right now, I, I thought things were going to slow down by now, but I've got a lot of tour dates we're working on right now, which is awesome. Um, but it's a lot, but I think it's all going to slow down like just in time for us to be on the road. And I think the tour is going to be, I think it's going to feel almost like a vacation. Show days are hard, but I enjoy them. 
So, is it just going to be in the Midwest again, or are you going to go out We're west or what? Going down south. So definitely Georgia, Alabama, Florida. So yeah, vacation. Wait, wait <laughs> I did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um, possibly a Mississippi date and maybe some South Carolina. So nice. It's going to be great for. When when is that March? Uh, mid March through the end of April, and uh, like it's gonna be so perfect. Cause it'll be from what I can tell, seventies and eighties during the day. Yeah. But when we're sleeping, like it'll still get nice and cool down there, like fifties and sixties. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be nice. Yeah. I'm I'm actually I'm so excited. Um, not many people can just be like, you know what? For my job. I'm just going to go hang out down south for a month and a half. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> we'll be right by the water for multiple shows, too. So we'll get to just hang out on the beach a lot. Like, That's granted, awesome. we'll stay busy. Like, we want to be productive, but I will absolutely be taking a beach day or two. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be warm enough for that where we're at. Is Natalie going with you? I wish. That's, like, the worst part because she's in school. I actually – I get – I actually get really like a, I guess most people would like, it should be normal. <clears throat> I get really upset knowing that I have to leave her for like a month or a month. Like I've, I've only had to do it once cause she wasn't in school for a lot of our bigger tours, but I didn't think it would bother me as much. And it doesn't bother me like too much. Like it's a healthy amount. But, yeah. Um, I don't, I've never been one to like get attached to things in a way where like I'm sad knowing that I'm not going to be around it. Like a month isn't that long month and a half. I actually I mean, get, that's, that's kind of long. You want to know something horrible? I almost get more sad leaving my dog Gus because <laughs> I know that he doesn't know I'm coming home. Yeah. And that makes me so sad. That is sad. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't know when I'm coming home or if I'm coming home or if I died. David, are your eyes tearing up right now? <laughs> no, but, um, like at least as I miss Natalie more than I miss Gus, but at least I know she knows I'm fine. Yeah. You can at least communicate with <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah. I definitely get that. Yeah. yeah. I have become such a softie, man. <laughs> I guess I've always been just, uh, covered it up better back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So we got some new stuff that I feel like we should talk about. And by I, I mean things that you found that look interesting. <laughs> that'll be fun to talk about. Yeah. We'll just go through some of these a little bit. Um, so the new Zelda game was announced or the, it was announced a while ago, but there was like a new trailer and then the price was announced and it's going to be $70. And what are Nintendo games normally priced at? 60. Okay. Most games before this new generation yeah. have always been 60. And then the PS five and Xbox series consoles came out and the most AAA games have been $70. So it got raised two years ago, there but Nintendo a, has held back and they've always been $60, but I think this they is should the first hold one back. I don't know. Maybe I'm, it just, the Nintendo stuff, 
I'm going to get so much hate for this. I know what you're going to say. It just feels more cheaply made. Not that it's worse. They like Nintendo has great games if that's what you're into. Mm -hmm. But it's not, those games aren't as demanding on the, like, it feels like from, like, to create them as a lot of, you know, like PS5 exclusives or, you know, I think you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that comes down to the Switch's hardware. Like, it's super underpowered. Like, going back to what we were talking yeah, about with portable. the Steam Deck and everything, like, the Steam Deck, like, shreds the Switch. I've actually, I heard that the Steam Deck emulates Switch games yeah. better than oh, the Switch yeah. game. Way Play better. Switch game Switch is Way so better. crazy. Yeah. But, like, the Switch, it came out in 2017, like your laptop also did. crazy. But it also was is running a chip that it was already like three years old at that point. So yeah. it's running a chip from 2014. But don't, don't most consoles end up having to kind of use older hardware? Cause they have to like, it takes a while to actually build and then mass produce and then release consoles. Uh, I and mean, not to mention like people creating games for those consoles need to know what they're creating for yes and no like most consoles have a chip specifically made for the console um and the they when they're developing it they have a developer kit sent out to developers and sometimes they send out multiple like hey here's the initial developer kit and it has like this many resources and it's usually like way more than what it's actually going to be. But like, this is like the idea we're going for. And then like a year later, they'll send another one like, Hey, we're like dialing it in and this is actually what it's going to be. And like, sometimes it'll be like two or three of those. That makes sense. But with the switch, I think it was a chip that was already, it already existed. It was like a phone chip, like, like an Android phone chip. And, there's probably phones out there that run almost as well as the Switch does. Oh, most do. Like, way... You like, think better? Oh, yeah. I see. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I don't know the Switch specs. I don't know. Your phone, you have the S22? Yeah, mine's mine's pretty nice. Yeah, yours can easily run a Switch game. Or no, I have the S21. Oh, 21. But it's like the flag, the high-end. Ultra? Yeah. Yeah, yours could easily do it. <laughs> like... Cause it's, it's just running an Android chip. Like anything that's been newer than the switch has been able to run a switch game. I mean, you have to give credit to the emulator people. That oh, have for made sure. The I'm emulator. so thankful for those people. Yeah. <laughs> like they really have to dial in like all of the optimizations and stuff. That's gotta but, be so tough to do. Yeah. But yeah. Well, by, I by think today's standards, you definitely can. Bringing it back. I just, I think maybe I'm just cheap. $70 just seems like a lot. Yeah. If, if so you're buying a lot of games. So what I put in here is like, and what everyone has kind of, there's like pros and cons to like, not pros and cons, but because the biggest con is like, you're spending more money and well, that's so all that really matters. I see your point. So, so like games have been like the same price up until this new generation, $60 since like the PS2 era. Which and is they've insane. Gotten bigger, more content. Like they've had like season well, passes some and of like them. <laughs> and like 
Just sports games have not gotten better <laughs> okay. or deeper, but not continue. sports games. <laughs> well, I don't know. Sports games have gotten pretty big too. And like graphics more, haven't been more, more, compli- in, uh, more complicated and, to create, I'm sure. Yeah. And so in, in general, video games have just gotten like huge. And like, if you compare, like, for example, when I interviewed those developers for Jedi Outcast, which came out in 2002, their team, I forget the exact number, what they said, but their team, which is a studio that currently works on Call of Duty, their team back then was like 12 people. Yeah, what is it now? Like a couple hundred? Call of Duty takes seven studios, and they're just one of those seven studios. And they said that I talked to them about this after the interview. I didn't put it in the video because it wasn't related to Jedi Academy, but I talked to them all about Call of Duty at the end. And they're like, yeah, we're at like well over like 200 people. Yeah. From 12 to 200. And that's just that's, one studio of seven studios that makes one game. That's the part of me that doesn't like, I understand the price increase. I'm just cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone wants to spend that much, but on the other hand, you kind of have to understand like games should probably cost like a hundred dollars. And depending the on the use game. you get out of a good game is worth that yeah like think of what it costs like enter a theme park or even just to go bowling or yeah. like so you know <laughs> or the movie theater yeah yep so i mean when you think about it in the grand scheme of things it's nice that things the games aren't more expensive yeah and, and then we've got game pass so i almost never buy games exactly i mean in the long term you are spending more money but it's spread out so it ends up being more cost efficient yeah and yeah i mean i think I think this really comes down to like not all games should be priced evenly and most of the time no they really shouldn't actually not most of the time but sometimes they aren't like there's like small games like especially games on like game pass in the store you see a lot of those like smaller games like for example like overcooked you're never going to see that for $70 <laughs> that's usually like a $30 game but that's what I'm saying oh I'm going to get more hate for overcooked feels like a switch game though yeah i mean it is on switch but but that's what i'm like it feels yeah it's like it feels like a nintendo scaled game. down like more simple graphics and that's what i'm and, saying i feel like a lot of nintendo and maybe that maybe a lot of nintendo games are cheaper yeah so that where this new zelda game actually looks like a lot so that makes sense yeah i think it's going to be the biggest switch game that has ever probably barely able to run on switch yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so i think 70 dollars is probably fine like zelda is like the biggest Nintendo franchise other than Mario and like the last Zelda game breath of the wild is like still the most sold one of the most sold video games of all time. Yeah. One of Natalie's friends was telling her that she needs to play it. I think it was that one. Probably. But, it's the only yeah. one that's come out. Yeah. It has, it's gotta be. Well, there was a remake of an old one, but um, yeah. So I tried to get into breath of the wild, but I just couldn't, even though it's like kind of a game that you'd think I would like, I just couldn't really get into it. Nintendo games have just this weird, I think it just comes down to like how Japanese games are made, but like they just have this weird vibe. After the GameCube, I just, yeah, I just haven't been able to get into Nintendo games. Yeah. I love the games on the GameCube. I love the party games that they make. I do. Yep. I love those. Um, 
It's like I have a Switch. I don't play it. I just... Yeah, I only have a Switch for party games. If Madden would have been on Switch, I would play it more. Like, I would take the Switch on the road, honestly. I mean, Madden would be the main game. I'm surprised it's not. FIFA is. 2K is. But Madden's not? That's weird. They haven't... Madden hasn't been on, like, a portable system since the PSP. Huh. And... It wasn't on PC from like oh nine to nineteen. I do know that. <clears throat> yeah. Which is also just really strange. It's unbelievable. And then I'm not gonna get into a whole Madden rant right now, but like the they have the what's still called the current gen Madden on PC instead of what people still would call next gen. Mm. So they're not even porting the best version of Madden to PC right now. If it's even porting. I, I mean, I don't... That's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, but, that's weird. Uh, that's a whole nother rant. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways... Um... <laughs> what do we have going on? Or are we dumb? I have a great transition. Okay. What have we got going on in uh, Pooh News? <laughs> I just saw this today. I had no idea this was happening. I just saw it on on Polygon. Apparently, which I didn't know this part, the copyright for Winnie the Pooh entered the public domain last year. Holy cow. <laughs> which is wild. What is it? Like 75 years? I think so. I don't know. I know it's a long time for those types of copyrights. It might be like 100 now. I know Winnie the Pooh was like early, early 1900s. I could, I'll find out. Go ahead. Um, so Disney has held that copyright since the sixties, I think. And, uh, so no one has been able to make any Winnie the Pooh content or anything. Um, but now that it's in public domain, that means anybody can make anything about Winnie the Pooh as long as it doesn't look like the Disney character version. Cause the original version was a book series. Um, that looked a little different than the Disney version. So they do still hold the copyright for like the likeness of the character of the Disney version. But anyways, Winnie the Pooh apparently is getting a horror movie. <laughs> so stupid. Like a, sl- a straight up slasher horror movie. <laughs> and made by just some random. Random. This random director just said like, hey, we can do this. Let's do it. So this movie <laughs> looks so <laughs> stupid. Here's <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's horrible. It's oh terrifying. My gosh. I think I've seen something on this and I didn't realize it was Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> this is Piglet. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna ruin a lot of people's childhoods. Yeah. Although a lot of the those people are dead, so I'm just kidding, that's terrible. I, I'm one of them. So, so I think I can't confirm. It looks like maybe 95 years is the public domain, but something interesting. It's like in the next 10 years, things like Bugs Bunny, Batman, Superman. Yeah. There's going to be a lot. It's crazy how old those are and how relevant they still are. Yeah. And the, I I don't know how that works. Like, so the company can't. 
Yeah. So like I said, it doesn't die off with the company. It dies off with the actual creator. Like, I don't know the, I don't, I don't know the copy. I, it probably depends on how like contracts were written up back then. Cause I think yeah. you can actually write things up to die with a company instead of a person. I don't think it does it. Well, I think it does it whenever it's registered. Maybe. I don't know that much about because it. Disney didn't get the the rights to it till the sixties. <clears throat> it's funny. Daniel knows a decent amount about this stuff. I wish I could just ask him. I don't feel like doing the research. If we had chat GPT, I think it I'd is different for different industries. So like music might be different than like television or movies. <coughs> Probably. Cause I, I do know. remember the 75 years you were talking about. I think that might be for music. Maybe I can't keep all the numbers straight. Yeah. But anyways, I just thought this was hilarious because like, this is a like, kids cartoon it's horrible and now it's, it's terrible. an r-rated <laughs> <laughs> slasher movie that just looks terrifying and the premise is like they are in the woods and christopher robin who is like the the human kid that like owned the stuffed animals like just left them there and now they need to like like fight for food and so they just like kill people to eat them like okay there's gonna be some crazy stuff coming out i'm sure yeah so i don't know if i want to dive into all that but i this makes me think like wouldn't so it's like mickey mouse is probably already public domain right it's gotta be older than that's a good point winnie the pooh I don't know if it is, though, because Winnie the Pooh... I wonder if it has something to do with whoever made Winnie the Pooh wasn't Disney. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, like yeah, you said that. Yeah. So then I, I bet what happened is whenever that company went under, that's what started the public domain. Are you looking into it now? I feel like yeah. now we just need to know. Mickey Mouse will enter public domain. What does this mean? 2024. Yeah. So that's part of the, all the other stuff. Oh, it's, I have it right here. It says right in front of me, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like I said, with the poo thing. Eeyore. Is Eeyore in the movie? In the trailer, it shows Eeyore has a grave. <laughs> that says, I think I've seen that. It I think says I've seen Rip the Eeyore and Written in Blood. I didn't, they may, they must have played the trailer like at the Super Bowl or something. Oh, maybe. Like, I, I, we had a Super Bowl concert. It's like I wasn't paying super close attention. So that would make sense for like, I bet they played maybe. the trailer at the Super Bowl and like I kind of saw it. Yeah. And that's why I didn't know exactly what was that going on. That might be on. why it's like going viral and stuff. Yeah. Huh. I didn't watch Super Bowl, so I didn't catch that. But Terrible. yeah, that makes sense. Just awful. Yeah. <laughs> what else do we have going on in the news? <laughs> uh, just the last little thing here. Um, the new Star Wars game, Jedi Survivor, um, was supposed to come out in March. And then it got delayed by a month because they were like saying, hey, we just need a little bit more time to like fine tune stuff, which is great. Their, their message was fine. But I just thought it was funny because Dead Island 2, who it's a game that's been like not necessarily delayed, but like they announced it years ago. It's kind of like a Star Citizen deal. Kind of, but like instead of like having a like alpha or a beta out there for people to play, like you just didn't hear a single thing about it. 
And then whenever that's actually better though. <laughs> yes, it is. But whenever they were asked about it, they'd be like, "Yep, we're still working on it," but uh, we don't know. So then finally, like last year, they released a trailer and said, "Like, yeah, this is coming out in April of 2023." And then Jedi Survivor gets delayed on to be that exact day that Dead Island is supposed to come out, and so De- the Dead Island developers were like okay, that really sucks. We're going to just release our game now. <laughs> so I just okay. thought that was like kind of funny because it's, it goes the, all this time being delayed. And then like, just one more thing to like throw a wrench into their plans. And then just like, just forget it. We're just releasing it. Like you've had you think this they game pushed it back another month. I know that's what a lot of people were expecting for a good polished release. And like, good marketing and yeah but i think their message said like hey this has actually been ready for like the past couple months so we're actually ready to release it early what is the star wars jedi survivor game do i know anything about that is that a big deal it's the sequel to the last one it was called fallen order oh jedi fallen order okay cool you would like it you would like the first one um it's like a third person adventure game I'm trying to think if I played that one. I can't keep them all straight. It came out in which game's the one where like you play as like the like redheaded Jedi. That one. It, okay, yeah, I played the first one. Oh, I, you did. I don't think I started the second one yet. Well, it hasn't come out yet. Then I might be thinking of a different game. Oh. I don't know of any. Maybe other there wasn't Jedi. a second one. Maybe I'm just thinking that like. Maybe I was thinking about how I never tried. Because this is the second one that I don't, there's is a lot coming of Star out in Wars. April. There's a lot of Star Wars stuff that I can't keep up with right now. <laughs> well, definitely not a lot of games. This is the yeah. first game we've gotten in so long. I love it. I think that there is a lot of demand for some really good Star Wars games. And I think that you could make some third ridiculous that just haven't quite been made yet. Yeah, there's like a lot old, in development right like now. Like old, like old, some of the old games. If you beefed them up the way you could now, I'm not saying like make them over again, but some of the yeah ideas we learned from, from old Battlefront ones. that it wasn't always the best, but also that was EA. So yeah, and like a and more just like taking the ideas from those old games. Yeah, I agree. Like I would a, love more than anything to have a Call of Duty Star Wars game be awesome well like battlefront could have been better now i think there's probably people who love it just the way it is oh yeah i don't think it's a terrible game either of them i had way more fun with the first one like when i would play with you we would have so much fun but then the second one it there was just way too much focus on like the heroes and like it's a game that you're supposed to like it's built on shooting so like the hero gameplay just wasn't yeah, it just didn't feel right. So I didn't really like the second one that much, but... Evie is, like, passed out. Yeah, she's snoring. <laughs> it's funny. She's cute. Uh, I'm a big softie, like I said. So anyways, yeah, EA had the exclusivity for Star Wars games for so long, and they only made, like, three. Wait, and when did they lose that license? They're... That license expired, I think, at the end of 2022. But I see, I didn't know that. But they, so people knew that it was going to expire. And yeah, been... so they already hired more studios. So like, at least they did that, so people could have games ready. 
Now, is it an exclusive license to someone, or is it an? That's so awesome. Yeah, so there's it's going to be like the old days. There's going to be some really good games yeah. coming out. I guarantee it. I don't know why they didn't do that to begin with, but that because that's how it always was back in the day. Exclusive licenses are never a good thing. Yeah, especially when it's EA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like, hate of that. all the companies, why did they choose EA? I don't know. I've heard that EA's done some better things recently but i don't know enough about to talk about it exactly (laughs) i don't know enough i just from what i've heard other people saying trying to think of what they've released recently i don't know again i don't know enough to actually i mean other than okay fall on or not fall in order but the next game jedi survivor is still going to be ea game so maybe that's what you're thinking of no i just feel like i've heard derek talking about how ea has been better recently not good but again, I, I don't remember enough about it. I mean, or they seem haven't researched enough to like start spewing out real information. They seem to be really like trying to salvage Battlefield. Haven't they been diving into more like single player games? That I think maybe he's coming more from the point that they're doing less as far as like random loot boxes and things like that. Maybe that's more what he's. Yeah, he's but is out. that even true for like the sports games? No. <laughs> Because it's still in Battlefield. I saw, um, this isn't news that we had written because there's not really any real news about it yet. But I saw a video of somebody posted, so 2K is working on an arcade style NFL game that people are really excited about because it's supposed to be deep. It can't be simulation, but they've said they're going to get it as close you know, to a simulation football game as they can, which has gotten people really excited. Right. And the depth will be a good thing. And 2K has done face scans for NFL players and put it into their uh, NBA 2K game. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny how much better the faces look in 2K side by side to Madden. Yeah. Like, 2K is better in every single way. And people are actually unhappy with 2K right now. Anyway, I did I hate getting into Madden all the time. But uh, I thought that was cool. It got me kind of excited. I was like, oh, I cannot wait for this. I can't wait for more news on the yeah. 2K game. Yeah. And, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe Derek can uh, comment below and tell us. I need to just have Derek on here sometime. Um. Because I can't really think of anything other than the Star Wars game of it of them having like a good thing going. Because well, and I could just sit down and actually do some research. And he may have been talking about something really specific, or I might maybe. have even misunderstood what he was yeah, saying. Who knows? I have a bad memory. You know me. Sorry for putting words in your mouth, Derek. And I think they like they let a lot of people go recently in various areas and. Yeah, because that's what they need. Less people working on games. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a couple other things that, like, it's just, I don't really ever hear good things other than from Respawn, the company that makes this game, and they make Apex, which is also doing well, and they're making a new Apex, or some. they're making a Star Wars multiplayer game that is built on the same engine as Apex. So I just realized we're losing light. Oh, we've been losing light for a while. I just realized it's probably really dark on the camera. Sorry, everyone. Um, Let's kind of wrap this up, but we got a couple really quick things. I just ran. 
this isn't even worth talking about. I, I loved Mario Kart Double Dash growing up on the GameCube. It was mm-hmm. one of my all-time favorite games. I can't remember if it made it onto my favorite game list. If it, did. it didn't, it should have. It did. Um, Which mine has changed a little bit. Since mine... Then. Some of my top games are all the exact same. Like, if you asked me to do that list again, I'm sure it would be different but similar. Because they're, like... Yeah. My top five to ten games could all just depend on my mood. Yeah, same. But, um... I, like, was randomly on YouTube or something. I can't remember doing what or if I saw an advertisement. And I saw Mario Kart Live Home Circuit pop up. And it looks kind of dumb but, like, super epic at the same time. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I, we might show this on the screen. I don't know, but essentially what it is, is like you can set up a track in your house and you put cars and they run on the track, but then you see your, your track as like, if it was a map in a regular Mario Kart game on your TV. And I was like, how have I never heard of this? <laughs> like, like, yeah, I could see myself impulse buying that. <laughs> yeah, I remember it was a big thing back when it came out. I don't know um, how I didn't hear about it. Maybe I was busy. Like I don't know. I but I was shocked. Yeah. I didn't know. I'd never heard about it until now. Like it's it's really old now. I think. Yeah, but, uh, I can't remember exactly what year. It might have been like 2018 or something. And granted, like I think it would wear off real fast oh, like yeah. if i bought it i think i'd be like this is so cool for about five minutes it reminded me of that one time when we built that hot wheels course in your house i wasn't really there for that much really yeah i i was like i think like i was around because i think it was like a full day thing but i think that was mostly like you daniel yeah maybe like rush and tyler or somebody no i, I think it was just me and daniel and ben but i thought you were there too i think i was like around yeah but i don't think i, was I still involved. have the videos from it because <laughs> we tried to make it to where we made a huge hot wheels course and their house was like huge so it started like in the upstairs and then it went down the stairs and like down in the like living room area and we tried to make it so like we'd start a car at the top and then like have it go all the way to the bottom without stopping and we try to get a video of it and we could just could not get it right <laughs> but that's what that reminds me of i remember there was like an old hot wheels racing game i used to play on pc when i was younger but i don't remember what it was called i hate racing games it was like a dumb game but like as a kid i remember it really like fairly well I saw a video of it pop up somewhere at some point and like all the memories came like rushing back. I was like, how do I remember this stuff? Yeah. All right. I think we got one last thing to maybe talk about before we. Yeah. I just off. wanted to say the last of the show is really, really good. Um, it's based on a PlayStation three game, which was then PlayStation four remaster. Yeah. I've heard of it. Is that. So it's one of those games that's like... It's like a story mode decision-making kind of... No, no, no. What am I thinking? Continue, sorry. Unless I talked better. It's like... It's a very (laughs) cinematic game, so it's like playing a movie, but it's like... I think that's what I was thinking. That's kind of what I was trying to say. I feel like... When you say decision-based, I'm thinking of like... Like a... Those games, like, they're like comic book looking. I'm too stupid to like 
say what I'm trying, <laughs> like what I'm thinking. Because you don't, I make, can't articulate well. You don't make decisions in this game, really, like other than like actually playing. Okay, it's so cinematic. Like, Continue. It's, it's cinematic, so it's already like you're playing a movie. Yeah. So like when they said they were making it into a TV show, I was like, why? It's already like that, except you get to play it too. Yeah. And so I still think that, but it's been really, really good. So nice. I just kind of wanted to point that out. I hate being like the dumb friend on the podcast all the time. It's hard. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it though. I, You're right. No one has to do it. I don't think <laughs> just because you haven't seen a TV show doesn't make you dumb. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. So we will. It's fun. Yeah, it was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, if you're still watching, thank you. It means a lot. Yep. Like and share and subscribe and all that kind of stuff. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.